Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. His breakdown, your reaction. What did you think of tonight's game and how the Twins played? Hit us up with your calls and texts now at 651-461-9226. This is Twins Final Pitch on News Talk 830-WCCO. Here's Henry Lake. All right, the Twins are hot. The Twins are hot right now. Four consecutive victories here at Target Field. 4-2, they defeat the Boston Red Sox tonight. And we're taking your calls here on Final Pitch on News Talk 830-WCCO. The phone number, as always, 651-461-9226. That number again, 651-461-9226. Henry Lake, your host. I'm at Target Field, been here all night, and happy to be with you here on The Good Neighbor. All right, before we get to phone calls, I just want to open it up with a few things and a few points to make and a question of the night to ask. Okay, let me go ahead and just throw the question of the night out there uh, to kick it off before we get into the specifics of tonight's ball game. The first thing that I would like to throw out to you and get your reaction on is a question that I posted on Twitter just a short time ago. And it has to do with who has been the most clutch twin this season. Because when I think of that question, the answer that I come up with is Gio. And it's not just because Gio Urshela had the clutch three-run double tonight, okay, that got this, got everything started. But, man, he's been clutch many times this season. Gio Urshela, I think, has been, he's really been a saving grace for this team. He's been awesome. And he is one of those guys that just kind of flies under the radar, not a soundbite guy, not anybody seeking the limelight, not trying to get people fired up with interviews or anything like that. He's just a guy that just goes out there and plays. And he's been clutch so many times this season. I remember sitting there at Coffin Stadium as a fan on a Sunday. And I'm watching the game and hoping and, and knowing that the, the Twins were going to win the series. But there was a point in one of the games there um, where he comes up to the plate. And I'm just knowing he's about to come through in the clutch. Two out hits. Geo's at the plate. There's nothing to worry about. And sure enough, he's going to come through in the clutch. Now, in my opinion, he's been the most clutch twin. I'd love to get your reaction to that question about who's been the most clutch twin at 651-461-9226. Because I do believe that the other individual that you could factor into that conversation and answer that question, utilizing the name Jose Miranda. Now, I know that Miranda's been clutch too, but I think that those are the top two guys. Now, when we're talking about clutch, that's not saying that they're the, the best players on the team. Because I think that clearly we look at this team 
and you would identify Byron Buxton as the most talented player or Carlos Correa as the most we, we get that. We're talking about in this season, from what we've seen to start this year, or not to start the because we're way past starting the year. We're in the back half. We're at the end of the season, basically. But I feel like Gio's been that guy. Now, tonight, who was clutch beyond Gio? Hey, this, this bullpen tonight was, they were rock stars. They came in and they held it down. From Thilbar to Duran to Jax to Lopez I thought that they were very much a part of of this win and should be given a lot of props for their performance tonight. And one of the stats that Chris Atterbury just rattled off was that he said that the twin and this is this is this speaks to needing the bullpen to hold it down here as we finish off the season. Fifty fifth time that the Twins' starter has went less than five innings. When he said that, I was like, wow. So tonight, Dylan Bundy, who I have no issue with, I like what he's done for this team this year. His his stat line tonight, he went four and two-thirds, gave up nine hits, a couple of earned runs, one walk, three strikeouts on 86 pitches. Okay. And I think that when we talked about specifically the topic a week or two ago, I asked when you start putting in categories everybody from the starting lineup into the the, the new acquisitions and arms in the rotation, where do you rank people? Do you put people in the category of, okay, this is what I expected to get? Um, this is somebody that I'm getting a little bit less out of. I didn't. Make, I thought I was going to get more. Or is this somebody that is performing at a level even better than what I expected? I had Bundy in the ladder there. I felt like Dylan Bundy has been performing at a level in which, just overall pitching-wise, I know it's been a little bit rocky. It's been up and down. But he's not going out there and just totally not looking good. I feel like every time Dylan Bundy goes out there, for the most part, He's given the team an opportunity to win a baseball game. Okay? And, yeah, he gave up a few hits tonight, but man, found a way to get out of some jams there in the four and two-thirds that he pitched tonight. But, yes, that stat from Chris, 55th time the twin starter has went less than five innings. I think that's who we are. And when I say that, it's – like, do I think that Sonny Gray can go and out there and give you six, seven innings and and be willing and dealing? Yes. Do I think that Joe Ryan can do that? Yes. But can it, we have it done consistently? That's been the issue. And if you look at the stats, it would say, no, we can't do that consistently. But props to the bullpen tonight for their uh, – and if you look at the stats, it would say, no, we can't do that consistently. But props to the bullpen tonight for their uh, performance. Caleb Thielbar, by the way, went one and a third, gave up nothing, had a strikeout. He gets tagged with the win. Jorge Lopez gets the save. But who has been the most clutch member for the Twins this season? 651-461-9226. Twins do get the victory over the Boston Red Sox. The first game of this three-game series. We'll take a break, come back, get to your phone calls here on Final Pitch.
All right, welcome back to Final Pitch here on the Good Neighbor News Talk, 830-WCCO. 651-461-9226 if you're leaving Target Field and heading home. Love to get your reaction to tonight's 4-2 victory over the Boston Red Sox. I'm still here hanging out because it's my job to be here talking twins, which I love, especially after a win. And we need all the wins we can get. The Twins now trail the Cleveland Guardians by one and a half games in the AL Central. The Guardians were idle tonight. Uh, The Red Sox, by the way, the losers of tonight's game, um, 62-67 and is their record, while the uh, the Minnesota Twins sit at 66-61. and I mentioned you got to give the bullpen a lot of props. What about Joan Duran? He was remarkable tonight. Like, that guy is such a stud. So I'm sitting here, right? And not every single inning will I have the broadcast on because I can flip. I got some little specific channels I can flip to, and I can hear, like, TV. I can hear, like, radio. I can hear whatever I want to hear right here in the booth. And so I'm listening to um, our radio broadcast, and I'm listening to to Corey, and I'm just like, the thing that's amazing, and I'm and I'm watching the game too, and I'm looking at the the different things that are on the scoreboard, is that consistently, Duran was hitting 103, 102, and. <laughs> And I'm sitting here in amazement, right? Like, this, this guy's just amazing. Okay? He's throwing heat. And then I'm listening to Corey and those guys just, they're looking at it too, and they're breaking it all down, and they're just kind of in awe as well. So we've got something here. And, look, I know that we all have a certain feeling uh, some way about Taylor Rodgers no longer being here and what we got back and how that, that specific trade hasn't necessarily worked out the way that we thought. And I think it's more about Paddock getting injured than anything. But, man, elevating Duran into the spot where he is, that kid is a flat-out stud. And I'm so thankful that we have him. And I think that he's somebody that we really get excited about. Right? Like, when we talk about major league baseball players, we all get excited about the home runs. And the position players, right? And we get excited about starting pitchers that go deep in ball games, rack up a bunch of strikeouts, all that, all that, all that stuff that we deem sexy, right? What is sexy? A guy coming out throwing one hundred three out of the bullpen—that's sexy. I mean, we can all agree on this, right? Like that is something that gets people fired up. And now, um, if you haven't been to a Twins game here in the last month or so. When Duran comes out, you know, they got the little thing that they got for uh, going on for him. It isn't just the music. They, like, dim the lights. They've got the fire stuff all in the background. Heck, we might as well do something where they fire off real fire, <laughs> right, as much heat as he's been throwing here lately. But, no, I thought it was pretty awesome, man, for him to go out there, do what he did, and he went an inning, um, no walks, a couple of strikeouts on 14 pitches. That was a very fast uh, half inning for him. But that was awesome. So watching him every time he goes out there and takes the mound, I think it's super exciting for a Twins fan to be here in this beautiful stadium, look up at that scoreboard, and see a guy throwing 103. 
and not just one time. I'm talking about like consistently. It was like 103, 102. Um, it just that was a lot of fun to 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 watch. Jorge Lopez out of the bullpen tonight. I've said since we got him, man, he has me nervous a lot. Right? He pulls the Joe Nathan with me a lot. Right? Like he has me kind of uh, fretting a little bit. Not tonight. He was very efficient. Went an inning, got the save, his 23rd on the season. Uh, one inning, one strikeout. He threw nine pitches. So Lopez was spot on tonight, no issue. Griffin Jack, somebody clearly that we've been discussing all season long. He's thrived in his role this season. Like, he's been damn good. He goes an inning tonight, gives up one hit, um, had a couple of strikeouts on 17 pitches. The entire bullpen was was awesome. Dillbar to Duran to Jax to Lopez, they got it uh, done after Dylan Bundy went four and two-thirds innings. But the clutch guy of the evening, and I mentioned this and the question of the night, is who's been the most clutch, a clutch performer for the Twins? And I think that Gio Urshela is that guy. Has Miranda had his moments? Absolutely he has. He's had a bunch of them. Has Luisa Rice had his moments? Absolutely he has. And Luisa Rice had a couple of more hits tonight. He's batting 320 on the season. But, man, how can anybody look past what Gio's done for this team? Clutch tonight. He got uh, the game-winning hit in the fifth inning. He cleared the bases, a three-run double. Gio again coming up clutch. But what do you make of that question? Do you have a thought? Do you have a perspective? Do you have an opinion? 651-461-9226. Another thing about tonight, though, and it didn't come back to haunt us, but it's come back to haunt us a lot this year, is not being able to drive home those runners in scoring position. Tonight the Twins were one for eight. Luckily, luckily, the Red Sox were two of ten, so we both had some struggles in that department tonight. And Gio, that one hit that he got, was the hit that broke it all open for the Twins. But that's something that has to get cleaned up. It has to be something that we get cleaned up. So I don't know how this is going to work out. I don't know how or if we're going to be able to do much better moving forward, but that seems to be the theme of our problems is not being able to score with uh, runners in scoring position. 651-461-9226. Let's take a phone call from Kelly Madsen in Maple Grove. What's up, Kelly? Yeah, yeah. you know, when you talk about Jill and uh, Jose Miranda, yep. I think that they could both be – uh, like a duet. A nice duo? Yeah. They are a nice duo, but but the, the, the question wasn't duo. The question was who's been the most clutch twin? Who do you you, you gotta um, you gotta give me one. You can't give me two, you gotta give me one. Just, just choose choose one or the other. Yes, you have to. Uh, yeah, I think it's Geo. I'm not saying that uh um Miranda's not Miranda's. Uh, Miranda's yeah, not no, old. no, we're not saying we're not saying. And, and, and let's be clear here: there's no wrong answers here, Kelly. Like if you say yeah. it's if it if you say yeah. it's Miranda, it's Miranda in your mind. I'm saying it's Geo. If somebody else wants yeah. to say somebody else, so be it. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think it's Miranda too. No, what, no. What's the one you're going with? Um, I, I think it's. I, I think it's the. Uh, Actually, I think it's Gio. Okay, all right, you think it's Gio. Okay. Yeah, 
because he had that one that um, he had that one hit when uh, after after he came out of the hospital from uh, being on maternity leave, and that was that was the day that that made his day being being a papa. All right, all right. Well, thanks for the phone call from Kelly Madsen and Maple Grove, 651-461-9226. Let's take a phone call here from Joe in Hopkins. What's up, Joe? Hey, how's it going? I'm doing good, man. Hey, so to answer your question, I think the fact that we can narrow it down between Urshela and Miranda, what what two surprises, like how lucky are we? Urshela was a a wonderful surprise early in the season. I mean, yep. Wasn't sure what to think of him. But then Miranda came up, a little sluggish, people giving up on him. Dude starts popping the bat, and now he's the RBI leader. I mean, boy, that's that's pretty cool. I think that one of the storylines to this season is that the contributions that you're getting from guys you didn't expect is a great thing, but the bad side of that is, on the opposite side of that, is the contributions mm-hmm. from guys – that you expected big years out of and you didn't get. So you see what I'm saying? Like there's that strange Mm -hmm. and odd dynamic there. Like you expect uh, 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 Carlos Correa and Byron Buxton and Jorge Polanco and all all those guys to be on this top-tier level, but you're actually getting a little bit more production from guys like Gio and Jose Miranda. Yeah, that's right. Hey, the, the thought I had calling in, though, was about the bullpen. And I'm not saying we're there yet, but... You remember that 2014-2015 three-headed monster in Kansas City where it was Horea into Davis into Holland and the game was over? I'm not saying we're there, but with a guy like with the tools we've gotten with Duran with doing what he's able to do, and to your point of being a team that needs a bullpen, um, we I think we finally found a three-person formula that you can feel pretty good about going into the seventh with a lead. Well, the the, the recipe for success for that Royals organization and team, because I was there in 14 and 15, was they knew that they had starters that weren't going to go extremely deep, but their starters were actually going deeper than four innings, though, right? Like they're they're getting it, Mm -hmm. get it to the sixth, and then after that, you hand it over to Kelvin Herrera, you hand it over to Wade Davis and Greg Holland. Those that was the spectacular like threesome that they had, and they actually sprinkled in some other guys at different points and times. But those were like the dominant three: Kelvin Herrera, Wade Davis, and Greg Holland. So, like for a couple of years, they had those studs. I I, I see what you're saying, and if we could do something like that, that'd be awesome. But man, that's that's hard to replicate. Like <laughs> that, that was that's hard to replicate. That's hard to replicate, man. It's fun watching that do that 100-mile-an-hour breaking pitch. I mean, 103, that's amazing. But did you see that that nasty-ass one? Oh, my apologies. That no, nasty uh, slider that just painted the outside corner at 100 miles an hour. What are you going to do? Yeah, you're going to freeze and just walk back to the dugout. <laughs> that's all yeah, you're going to do. Yeah, hey, thanks to the phone call from Joe and Hopkins, 651-461-9226. Yeah, I mean, if we could end up with a Herrera – Davis, Holland, one nine two two six. Yeah, I mean, if we could end up with a Herrera, Davis, Holland situation, yeah, get them win a few ball games. I'd feel pretty good about that. All right, six five one four six one nine two two six. We'll take a break. Come back. We got to get to the highlights 
from this 4-2 win for the Minnesota Twins over the Boston Red Sox. This is Final Pitch on News Talk 830 WCCO. When I got out of the Marine Corps, I was... WoundedWarriorProject.org slash not alone. Here on Final Pitch, News Talk 830 WCCO, radio home for the Twins, and the Twins defeat the Boston Red Sox tonight, 4-2. Been getting your reaction, your takes, your thoughts, your perspectives as well. It's always fun to beat the Red Sox. It is. I'm being honest. Because I'm tired of hearing about Big Poppy and all that. We get teased a lot around here with that stuff and them having our number and all that. Maybe I'm a little bit too much in my feelings. Anyway, 651-461-9226. Let's get into some of the highlights here as we wrap this bad boy up. Uh, tonight, the starting pitcher for the Minnesota Twins was Dylan Bundy. Uh, for his evening, Dylan Bundy went four in two-thirds innings, gave up nine hits, a couple of earned runs. He walked a batter. He struck out three, and uh, he had 86 pitches. That's what he threw the night. Tonight here in the, uh, the top of the third, one of his three strikeouts, he struck out J.D. Martinez. Come on, Dylan. Come on, Dylan. Runner stay. And the pitch. He struck him out swinging on a breaking ball. All right, so that's the strikeout. We struck out uh, J.D. Martinez. Uh, let's head to the uh, the bottom of the fourth uh, with the Twins trailing to nothing. Jay Cave with a sacrifice fly. One ball, one strike. Cave bats. And the pitch. Hit into center field. It's going to be deep enough should to get the runner in. Throw goes to third base, so the Twins are going to get on the board. And now trail 2-1 to one on a sack fly, J.K. And you can feel like the, the sigh of relief in the stadium because we've oftentimes seen this team with a lot of runners on base, right, and we haven't been able to push over or cross any runs. So we got that sacrifice fly, got us on the board, and people started to feel like, okay, all right, we're going we're gonna to climb back into this game. In the bottom of the fifth, Gio Urshela, he uh, made sure that uh, not only did we stay in the game, we would take the lead with this three-run double. And the pitch. Hit down the right field line. Trouble. Verdugo's not going to get it. It's going to roll into the corner. Arise scores. Correa scores. Here comes Miranda. He scores. And like that, the Twins lead 4-2. to two. That's Clutch. That's Gio. That's Mr. Clutch, Gio Urshela. So the Twins at that point um, led 4-2. to two. And Caleb Thielbar has been steady the entire season. He's striking out Rob Refsnyder here in the uh, top of the fifth. And the pitch, curve, swung on and foul, tipped, hung on by Leon. So Thielbar comes in and strikes out the pinch hitter. And like that, the Twins snuff out a potential rally by the Red Sox. They leave two. I told you that Joan Duran, he was absolutely awesome tonight in the seventh inning. Yes, he was because uh, he got it done uh, one, two, three, and got to the dugout, and all Twins fans were feeling good. One ball, two strikes, and here it comes. A swing and a chopper on the ground is short. Correa charges gloves. He throws in time, and Joan Duran rolls through the seventh, retiring Verdugo, Bogarts, and Devers in order. 
including two strikeouts. Alright, 4-2 Twins get the victory uh, post-game. Rocco talking about Gio Urshela being clutch. It kind of slows everything down the way that we discuss and we say, you know, this is what you kind of look for in a baseball player and you know, the, the low pulse type of low anxiety can play the game. No matter what is going on around him, he almost settles in even better when there's fans are on their feet, big moment, there's people on base. He knows what he's trying to do. I think he really does simplify things real easily. This is Rocco talking about, and I did feel this way the entire night, just looking at how the bullpen kind of came in and shut it down. And even when Dylan Bundy got into a little bit of trouble, he was able to get out of that trouble. Just talking about this being a team effort. We got the big inning and the big the big hit, really, that kind of got things uh, uh, where we wanted it. It was also a lockdown game for our pitching staff to go out there facing good hitters. They have a good lineup. To go out there starting with Dylan. Went out there, did a good job, got us to a spot where we give it to Caleb, and he comes in in a really big moment, kind of moment that really swings the game in a, in a big way. That was huge. And then we start just handing the ball from one guy to the other. I mean, it was uh, pretty fantastic to just kind of sit back and just watch them pitch. Wow. Yeah, awesome, awesome. And last but not least, let's go hear from our starting pitcher, Dylan Bundy, just talking about the bullpen tonight. Just watching the game and, and the back end of the bullpen and even mid-game, you know, they brought in Thielbar there right after me. And knowing he's coming in against, uh, well, they ended up pinch hitting, but just knowing him coming in with the carry he has at 94, 95, and then the big curveball, uh, you have confidence in everybody down there. Twins get it. They get it done. 4-2 over the Boston Red Sox back in action. 6:40 first pitch tomorrow. Chris Archer, your starter for the Minnesota Twins. All right, that's going to wrap it up here for final pitch. But uh, don't worry about anything. We'll be back here tomorrow for another final pitch, hopefully talking about another Twins victory tomorrow night after Twins baseball on The Good Neighbor. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 